Santa Claus. He comes but once a year, Christmas Eve, to deliver unto those what they deserve for deeds done all year round. Have you been naughty? Or have you been nice? Turn the lights out and venture with me into the darkness as I bring you a tale I'd like to call Santa Claus. For most children, Christmas is a celebration worth looking forward to. For 13-year-old Evan, however, it was something to fear. Evan still remembered his seventh Christmas Eve quite clearly, an evening that he, like most children, had been looking forward to for a long time. The next morning, he would get up early and open all of his presents eager to see what surprises Santa had left for him. Evan imagined the restless night ahead and thought if he listened hard, he might be able to even hear Santa coming down the chimney. But this Christmas Eve didn't go at all how it was planned. It wasn't long before Evan's excitement gave way to horror. Mom had insisted that Santa wouldn't come if Evan stayed up late. And she had just began sending him off to bed when Evan was distracted by a loud, muffled thump on the roof. It seemed to be coming directly above the fireplace. It was like in the night before Christmas, there arose such a chatter. And Evan approached the chimney to see what was the matter? Was it now that Santa had decided to make an appearance? Ash was beginning to fall from the nooks and crannies from the chimney to the bottom of the fireplace, sending out charcoal smoke and a burnt smell. Something, someone had disturbed the ash. Evan was alone. Who else went down the chimney at this time on Christmas Eve? The chimney rattled, and a deep, rolling voice hit the air. Santa's famous ho-ho-ho echoed down the chimney as Evan watched in delight. Things were silent for but a moment. Evan's mother stood behind him, watching, and then arose the biggest clatter yet. There was an explosion of grayish dust and a mountain of ash that fell to the bottom of the fireplace. The fireplace shook as if there was a sudden earthquake. Then, amidst the grayness, there was a red flash and a tremendous thump. Had Santa made it? Evan rushed forward 
unable to stop himself. He felt a flare of excitement, but Mum was the first to the chimney. Evan tried to remember the last time his mother had expressed excitement and could not. Then the smoke cleared and the fallen Santa came into view. He didn't quite have the belly Evan had expected, but this was the least of his observations. Evan gasped as he saw that Santa's beard had appeared to slide off during the fall. But there was no blood. The only blood came from Santa's head. And it was just a trickle. The bad thing was that the trickle of blood was coming from what looked like a big dent in Santa's head. Evan frowned. Santa couldn't die. He was just too good for that. He couldn't die, not now. So had someone played a trick on him? Evan glanced down at the beard that had appeared to slide down Santa's face. The beards didn't move like that, though. At least, not without there being blood. So then, if it wasn't a real beard, then it had to be a fake one. But if that was a fake beard, then Santa's suit was also a fake suit. This wasn't the real Santa. This was Santa in disguise. Evan glanced once more at the fake Santa's exposed features, trying to figure out who this person could be and made sense of the face that seemed so familiar to him. He realized for the first time that Mum had never expressed excitement. Instead, she had rushed to the fake Santa's body in grief. Sobs raked her body and tears dripping on Santa's suit. Evan stood dumbfounded and choked out one word. Dad? Evan woke up in a cold sweat, bolting upright into a seating position. He glanced at his watch and read the time. 2.19 a.m. Before the light on his watch fell off, he went to read the date. December 20th, only five more days until Christmas. Once upon a time, Evan would have been happy about this. But now he wished that Christmas never came. It was the same dream again and again, accurate in every detail. That evening was exactly how it had been in the dream. It had never ceased to amaze Evan how vivid these dreams were. They got right down to the core and forced Evan to relive the worst moment in his life. Those goddamn nightmares. They got worse around Christmas. 
He would dream of that fateful evening his father slipped and fell down the chimney, smashing his skull on the way down. Or he would dream of those claws, those razor-sharp strips of polished bone, weapons that could slice through him like butter if they gave him so much as a flick. Most kids grew out of their belief in Santa, came to accept that Santa was just another myth made up to make children happy. But Evan, Evan hadn't grown out of it. He had been jolted out of it. His belief in Santa shattered with the tragic death of his father. Evan's father had only been trying to surprise Evan. But he had done much more than that. He had bent Evan beyond repair. And every Christmas, Santa Claus would haunt Evan. Evan was convinced Santa Claus was some kind of demon in humanoid form. He was definitely not human. He was a supernatural entity of sorts. Evan had always thought of him as a demon. Santa Claus had been in Evan's life ever since his father died. And though he was mostly absent during the year, he would come back around November, maybe late October. When it became nearer to Christmas, well he would become more persistent than ever. There were nightmares, for one thing. And then, the visions. And Evan had no shortage of seizures around Christmas time, when Santa Claus was at his worst. Sometimes, Evan had panic attacks that seemed to come from nowhere. And there was no doubt who had caused them. Evan was no stranger to bullying at his school because, well, his seizures were bad. And his strong dislike for Christmas did not make him the most popular. Santa Claus had taken its toll on Evan. Evan knew that Santa Claus had in some way, been triggered by his father's death. Sometimes, Evan believed that Santa Claus was actually his father's ghost turned evil in the existence of the afterlife. Evan wasn't one to believe in the supernatural, but Santa Claus had changed his mind about a lot of things. After a while, Evan had been forced to accept that Santa Claus was always going to come back. Even if Evan grew out of his own personal dislike for Christmas, he would never have a joyful Christmas again. It was Christmas that caused his father's death. It was Christmas that had caused Santa Claus to come. Evan's head flopped back and forth on his pillow. School had finished weeks before, but Evan was still dreading the next day 
and every day to come until Christmas. What Evan was looking forward to was the absence of Santa Claus. Santa Claus would hang around for a bit after Christmas and then slowly fade away. Evan would be free of his presence between February and November. Then he could forget, simply forget about Christmas and pretend it never existed. But no matter what, Santa Claus would always come back. And Evan was sure he would never be free of his demonic existence again. Evan woke early and rolled out of bed, opening his laptop without bothering to draw the curtain or turn on the light. He wanted to go online, check his Facebook, play some games, do anything to take his mind off of Christmas, and, more importantly, Santa Claus. It was an hour or two before Evan sat down to a lazy breakfast of cornflakes, by which time Evan's mother had gotten out of bed. Mom had shut herself out from society a while after she unexpectedly became a widow, developing a strong case of depression. Eventually, she had come to terms with her husband's death and became a more loving mother to Evan than ever. But she still had her bad days. Sometimes, Evan wondered whether Santa Claus was in her mind as well. They both supported each other a lot, but Evan couldn't help but feel that the house was lonely every once in a while. Evan had told his mom about Santa Claus for the first few years after his father's death, but then he had decided to pretend he had grown out of it. He didn't want to put extra weight on mom's shoulders. And the last thing he wanted to do was make it seem like he was still a child. But Evan could not hide the seizures. He couldn't hide the fact that he was sometimes absorbed in hallucinations, often concerning Santa Claus. Evan's mom seemed to be blaming it on trauma he had received shortly after his father's death. Sure, maybe not all kids would experience that type of trauma, but everyone's different, aren't they? Evan said good morning to his mom and continued to eat his cornflakes. The fireplace was directly to his right, and Evan thought he could catch a glimpse of red out of the corner of his eyes. He turned, but nothing. Paranoia? Maybe, or maybe Santa Claus was playing tricks on him again. Either way, Evan didn't fancy seeing Santa Claus in the flesh. 
He had seen him already, five times to be exact, and would see him a sixth time for every Christmas Eve at 8.13 p.m., the exact time his father had fallen, he appeared in the fireplace. And Evan was always there to watch him make an appearance. It was then that Evan decided that this year he was going to be prepared. He would be no different to any other year. Santa Claus would appear in the fireplace at exactly the same time as he had always appeared years before and the year before that and the year before that. Mum was never around. She always went to bed early on Christmas Eve or stayed in bed the entire day. This time, Evan wouldn't just be watching Santa Claus. He'd destroy Santa Claus once and for all. Why hadn't he thought of this before? That day, Evan confined himself to the safety of his home, or more specifically, his bedroom. He distracted himself with computer games and other activities while all the time planning how he was going to get rid of Santa Claus when he made his appearance. Before his father died, he had a hunting rifle that hung on a hook in the wall. After his death, it had been hidden away inside his wardrobe, which was, of course, in the bedroom Mom slept in. A gun was Evan's closest shot, and it was the only thing he could think of that might kill Santa Claus. What else was he supposed to do? Shout a few defiant words and attack Santa Claus with his bare hands? Suicide. His dead father's old hunting rifle was the only gun possible for Evan to obtain. The only problem was getting it out of the wardrobe without his mother catching him. And she was sure to get suspicious if she saw him taking the gun out of the wardrobe. This proved to be an easier task than Evan had thought. However, when Mum went out to go do some shopping, Evan went straight to the wardrobe stores and started browsing through the clothes. It was then that he experienced the seizure. Evan had caught sight of the gun when a sudden jolt ran through his body. His muscles were paralyzed. His joints froze in place. Evan was unable to do anything but stare helplessly as he fell backwards onto the wooden floor. Electricity ran through his body, which was now twitching madly on the floor. Shadows danced in front of his eyes as visions began. He saw his father, now an ash-covered skeleton, wearing Santa's hat, leering down at him 
through empty eye sockets. He saw the Christmas tree decorated with bloodied limbs, organs, and what looked like unraveled intestines. He saw claws curling in front of his eyes, claws that would cut him in two if he did so much as blink. Evan came to just as he heard the car pull into the driveway. Frantically, his eyes darted around, searching for the hunting rifle. Something thin and black poked out of a pile of clothes that caught his eye. The rifle! He snatched it up and bolted forwards towards this room, not remembering to close the wardrobe door. He had just reached the bedroom when Mom opened the front door. It wasn't until his mother called out to him an hour or so later. Evan, have you been through my wardrobe? That, Evan remembered, he had neglected to close the wardrobe door. Uh, yeah, Evan replied, thinking quickly. I was looking for a jacket. You know, since all of my other ones are too small, it's pretty cold with the snow and all. Evan was proud. His voice didn't so much as quiver. Because of this, Mom didn't pursue the subject any further. In that one day, Evan experienced the seizures inside the wardrobe frequent flashes of movement out of the corner of his eyes and a brief hallucination. Usually, it was worse around this time, but Evan had it lucky. The nightmares didn't improve that night, however. Then, the next day, Evan realized he had no bullets for the rifle. He had forgotten to find some in his panic. Mom didn't go out that day, but Evan decided to have a look through the wardrobe anyway. If she asked, he'd just make up something else, possibly the same lie as yesterday. After some serious rummaging, he found three stray bullets hidden in the corner of the wardrobe in a plastic casing. This time, he didn't forget to close the wardrobe door. He put the bullets in his pocket. And Mum should never enter the hallway. But she didn't. The plan was looking successful. That day, Santa Claus talked to Evan. The words were spoken inside Evan's head, but Evan knew well who they belonged to. Evan found he couldn't remember most of the speech afterwards, but knew it had something to do with Evan's plan to kill Santa Claus. Of course, Santa Claus could get inside Evan's head, so why shouldn't he be able to read Evan's thoughts? This was what he had done. Still, 
Evan wasn't prepared to give up so quickly. That day, he might have seen a lot of things that weren't there, but Evan kept his thoughts on the loaded rifle. On the 22nd of December, Evan not only heard Santa Claus and experienced his visions, but also felt Santa Claus on his own flesh. At one point, it felt like a cat was running his claws across his arm, but no one was there. Still, that didn't stop blood from flowing. When Bum asked what had happened to his arm, he had said that Stormo had scratched him. Evan had an old tabby cat called Stormo and was no stranger to scratches. Mom didn't notice the seizures or hallucinations simply because Evan confined himself to his room all day. It was a pitiful existence, but Evan knew that he had to do it to avoid any suspicion. Mum blamed it on what had happened with his father, relating it to his past trauma, and as a consequence, feeling the need to shut himself away from the experience that had been related to Christmas. Evan didn't have any problem with this. The 23rd passed quickly. But the 24th was the worst day he had experienced so far. He spent much of his time being tormented by the demonic presence of Santa Claus. His frightening messages rang in his ears. Once, Mom walked into the room while he was having a seizure on his bed, but was able to avoid suspicion by saying he was in the middle of a nightmare. Time dragged on. As Evan became more and more tormented, Evan's mother went to bed early, as she normally did on Christmas Eve. This left Evan two more hours until Santa Claus made his appearance. Every past year, Evan had been at the fireplace at 8.13. But this was because Santa Claus had willed him to be there. He had felt his legs move and had been unable to stop them. Santa Claus wanted Evan to be there, to see him in the flesh. This is why Evan made sure that he had the rifle clutched tightly in his hands before that time came. Evan glanced at his watch nervously. No. He was past nervous. He was terrified. 8.13 came. And nothing happened. But at the 22nd mark, he felt his legs moving down the hallway towards the lounge. His hands opened the door. He approached the fireplace. The curtains were drawn. The lights were out. It was dark. 
and Evan could see nothing save the silhouette of Santa Claus in the fireplace. Evan could see the outline of a Santa hat on his head and was no stranger to the claws that hung at the shadow's side. Evan felt the presence of Santa Claus and knew that Santa Claus would soon be illuminated by the ghostly light and Evan would be able to see him in the flesh. Then he would raise the gun, pull the trigger, and it would be over. Or so he hoped. Evan stood there for what seemed like forever. Then the empty, bleeding eye sockets came into view. They were white, almost transparent. The sharp, bloodied set of teeth that showed from behind slimy lips. The tattered Santa suit smeared with the blood of innocent victims. And worst of all, the long, knife-sharp set of claws that hung down at each side. Evan was terrified. He stood paralyzed with fear as Santa Claus grinned and raised his hands towards him. Evan was unable to move, unable to do anything but watch as the claws came closer and closer to reaching him. It was too late to shoot now. It was all over. But as Evan stood frozen, his muscles stiffened and his fingers tightened around the trigger. There was a terrific bang and a blinding flash of light. Then, world faded to black. Evan woke mum, shaking. He blinked, trying to figure out what had happened. Then, he remembered. He had killed Santa Claus. Mum said she had heard the bang and came to see what was that noise. When she saw that Evan was holding the hunting rifle, her first thought was that Evan had shot himself. But she had seen that there was no noticeable bullet wound and Evan was clearly still breathing. Evan was exhausted, but too happy to comment. His face broke into a smile. I did it, he whispered. Mum looked concerned. You're not well, Evan. You're going to the doctor as soon as possible. I worry about you. I killed Santa Claus, Evan babbled, oblivious to his mother's concern. He was overcome with the joy that Santa Claus would no longer be in his life. I'm not just worried about you, Evan. I am also quite angry with you, Mum said, his eyebrows knitting 
into a scowl. Somehow you vandalized the fireplace. It looks like something out of a horror movie. Evan continued to frown. I never vandalized the fireplace. Mom sighed. Then how do you explain that? And she pointed. Evan twisted his head around to face the fireplace. Solid crimson letters that had been written on the black wall behind the fireplace. The paint looked fresh. And Evan could see it was trickling down the wall. It was not paint. Evan realized it was blood. The message read, Ho, ho, ho. I'm coming for you. you guys enjoyed this story I know it was a little long but I figured that it would be nice to just be able to sit and listen and somehow envelop yourself in the story with that being said to all of you who have been here since the beginning I thank you to those of you who have joined me along this ride over time, I too thank you as well. And to those who have just come once more, I thank you. If you like the story, please feel free. Leave me a comment, review, let me know how I'm doing. If you're new here, subscribe for more stories. Well, once again, guys, thank you. And happy holidays. And to all, a good night. <laughs>